Welcome back to the Graham Stephan Show. My name is Graham, and welcome to my show. And today we're going to have a guest on the channel. His name is Noah. He's 20 years old. He is an example of exactly what every single... 20-year-old should be doing. He's been working part-time jobs, no crazy income or anything like that, like literally like mowing lawns and taking like part-time side gigs and doing focus groups and stuff like this. He's been able to accumulate over $60,000 by the age of 20 just by doing these little side hobbies and hustles and stuff like this. We're going to bring him on. He has a few questions about investing in real estate, what to do with some of his money, where to invest it, and uh, a few other questions. But also, he's just a great example of what I think pretty much anyone in their early 20s should aspire to be. So anyway, let's bring them on the show and see what's going on. So Noah, welcome to the Graham Stephan Show. What's going on? Uh, not too much. How are you? Good, man. Good, man. What's up? So basically, I'm a uh, 20-year-old male. Uh, just I'm a college student living in Connecticut, and uh, I'm currently worth around $61,000. And uh, I just thought I'd give you a call and uh, talk to you about how I uh, was able to save so much without really working an insane amount is it uh is it drugs uh <laughs> yes it's the it's the night job you know <laughs> there we go yeah no graham so i've been selling meth for the last three years and 61 grand cash so it's the walter white business you know <laughs> there we you go. know what's going on there we go yeah um so yeah no how were you able to do it how long have you been working for how much money have you made i worked rather at a supermarket for around two years not making too much. The first year I made around fifteen thousand. Second year made around ten thousand. Uh, not too much. And then you know that's taxed, of course, as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you're probably thinking, how do you make so much uh, with only around you know twenty five thousand? A lot of that is really side jobs. Even before I had that uh, that supermarket job, I would uh, I would just work side jobs like babysitting, mowing lawns, things like that. Uh, I'm currently actually doing focus groups, which I know you're into. So, I love um, that. Those are so much oh, fun man. to do. Yeah, I actually just got back from one today, and it's just like 45 minutes you go in. Uh, I talk about laundry products, basically, because uh, my entire family works full-time, so I'm at the house a lot more, you know, just basically commenting on your videos. So uh, I do the laundry. So a lot of good, you know, just some side money, right? Sure. Yeah, so anyway, um, that 61000 really, it's not for me working this, you know, Amazon FBA, this really crazy uh, you know, super lucrative business. It's really just over the past, you know, three, four years, uh, just working these side jobs, getting cash, uh, snow plowing, doing some babysitting, focus groups, and just, uh, you know, you're, I am working a lot of hours, but it's not, it wasn't insane. Over the past, I would say four years, maybe it would average around 30, 35 hours a week while I was in school. That's awesome, man. That's really great work. Yeah. So what is your plan then with the, with your current 61000 Oh, So my current 61000 so right now, I'll give you a quick breakdown on what it's actually invested in. So I currently have, uh, let me see, 25000 in uh, VFIX, that Vanguard Index Fund we all love, right? Love it, okay. Uh, yeah, just maxed my 401k, not my 401k, my Roth IRA, I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> my uh, Roth IRA for this year, you know, that six, uh, 6000 uh, that's in VT Sachs, of course. Mm-hmm. Um, have another in uh, VT Sachs, just a taxable account, four thousand, like six hundred in Robinhood. You know, just for like fun stock money and my friend when I get my friends to sign up. Uh, besides that, twenty thousand in a high yield savings account. Now, don't uh, don't get mad at me yet. I'll tell you what that's about in a second. Okay. Uh, and then just my regular other accounts. I have around two to three thousand in just a regular uh, my TD Bank checking for just expenses and things like that. That's awesome. I'm not mad, by the way. I can't get mad at twenty grand in a high yield savings account. 
Right, right. No, I thought you would say something like, oh, they should be in uh, Vanguard, VT Sack, no, making man. 5 to 7%, get those 2% dividends, or uh No, man, like if, if, only, yeah. if only people knew how much I had in, like, in a, in a high-interest savings account <laughs> right now, it, it, would, up, it would yeah, blow I'm minds. i up for a down payment. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Same, same. So, I totally get that. Right. So, anyway, yeah, so that 61000 um is, like I said, it's invested for the long term. That 20000 though is basically for a down payment for when I'm actually going to be possibly moving to uh, Austin, Texas, which I'll get into right now. I'm currently living in Connecticut. And uh, so we live in a large colonial four-bedroom, uh, 14 rooms, three baths, uh, four-bedroom. So it's, uh, it's a larger house. I live with uh, my family. I live with three okay. other siblings. And uh, I live with my, uh, my mom as well. Okay. It's a little large for us, and uh, unfortunately, we're not in the. I, you know, I grew up middle class, middle to lower class. Um, I mean, right now we're on uh, food stamps, actually. Right now, you know, so not the best financial situation. Sure. But we have the house paid off. Good. So my mom's saying, "Hey, I I can give her the green light, saying, hey, you know, I really want to rent this house. We can move into a smaller place down the street, and I can also learn about the real estate business. Saying, let's say I'm a property manager." get some tenants and uh, rent this house out for maybe like, uh, you know, 3000 a month or something. Sure. Seems like a decent yeah. plan as long as you're okay with being a landlord and, and the time commitment of doing that. If you move and you're managing the property remotely, that could be a little bit difficult. But, uh, but otherwise, I don't see any issues. I mean, as long as you have the time to dedicate to that. Right, right, exactly. With my current plan right now, I am in college part-time. Two online classes right now, I'm taking a little bit of a break because of this possible maybe we're renting out this house in the next six months. Um, I did want your opinion on that, though, real quick. Um, so for this house, it's, it's around, uh, the house is valued at around almost 500000 It's in a good spot in Connecticut, nice okay. and quiet, nice and safe. Um, the only problem is my family's a little scared of making that jump, moving our stuff out into a smaller place, maybe like a raised ranch type thing, and uh, renting this house out for maybe, let's say, a year before we decide to actually pick up and move to uh, Texas, which is the plan. Okay. So when you move to Texas, are you planning to sell that house? Or you're always planning to keep this one. You're going to keep it paid off and just. Rent oh, so it? that's the that's the dilemma as well. We could um, we could either sell it. You know, I can just say, hey, mom, sell this, put it into you know S and P five hundred, have that cash flow five to seven percent. You know, take the dividends, whatever you want, or have it um, let's have it sitting here being rented by either a property manager or something else like that. The thing is, though, it's not leveraged, right? It's just completely paid off. There's not really any. Uh, leveraging benefit besides, you know, the tax benefits of like write-offs and stuff. I mean, you could always do a cash out refinance if you wanted to take out some of the equity in the property, but I would almost just for her, just keep it paid off, you know, because I, yeah. I imagine she has more responsibility as she's older. I don't know if she's working or not. It, it seems like that would be the safe thing to do. Uh, is yeah, just okay. keep it completely paid off, have it cash flow. Sure, it might not be leveraged, but it's going to be pretty safe. It's going to be pretty consistent. There's not a lot of risk associated with that. If you have a vacancy for a few months, it's not really going to be that big of a deal. That's almost what I would do. I, I kind of almost think once a property is paid off, just to kind of keep it paid off. But that's just me, mm. um, you know? But yeah. other than that, it's it really just depends if she wants to be a landlord and if you want to be a landlord and if you're prepared to manage a property from a different state because that can right, be challenging. Right. And you do have the the advantage right now of being able to sell it as an owner occupant and get that that primary um, what is it with the property gains exclusion, which is you know two hundred and fifty thousand tax free 
profit if you're single and 500,000 tax-free profit if you're married. Um, right, exactly. And that you'll get as long as you've lived in the property for two of the last five years. So that's one thing to consider is that if you end up renting this property out for, let's say, you know, four years, you're not going to be entitled to that. Right. Okay. Oh, thank you for that. That's actually really uh, a good idea. Good to keep in mind, actually, when I'm determining whether I should or, uh, you know, should not rent it out. Because it's, right. it's uh, tempting to just uh, sell it, put it in the S&P or something, you know, or even take that money and put 50% down on a place in Texas, which where the real estate currently is a lot cheaper. Even in Austin, you can get a five bedroom in, uh, in a community for around 200 grand. Right. That's, I mean, that's true, but it also depends, I think, how long your mom has owned this property for and what the property tax basis is of that and okay. what, and, and also the, the, the transaction costs of going and selling that place to go and buy something else. I'm not saying it can't be done or it's a bad idea, but that all needs to be taken into consideration because it is going to cost you 6%, let's right, just okay. say, to go and sell this home and it's going to cost you another right, exactly. 2%, 3%, let's say all in to go and buy something else. So you're going to be losing mm. right there about... I don't know, 8%, 9% just by selling that to buy something else. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah, that's that's good to keep in mind. Now, back to my own finances, basically, because this is really weird just talking about uh, my uh, my mom's uh, property, basically. Mm-hmm. I currently have 20000 in uh, just a high-yield savings account, right? This 20000 it's in a separate, it's in Marcus Goldman Sachs right now. I have my regular emergency fund around 3000 in wealth fund. That's just a separate thing. Cool. But this twenty thousand, I'm saving up for a down payment in uh, for a house, basically in Texas when we move there in around two years. Do you think it's a good idea to have that twenty thousand just in a high yield savings account right now, or should I just dump it into maybe the S and P for a while and maybe put a smaller down payment onto that uh, onto that house? No, I would just keep it in a high-yield savings account. My thing is that in the short term, you don't really know what's going to be going on with the market. You could put it in the S&P okay. 500 and within the next two years lose, let's say, 10% of your money or 15% of your money or 5% of your money. I think I would just take the guaranteed surefire you're going to get you know, a 2%. I think Marcus is like 2% right now or like 1.95 yeah. or something like that. Yeah, I would get the Marcus around. Yeah, they're on that. Yeah. I would just get the guaranteed return right now just doing that. Because, again, in the short term, you could end up losing money. If it were a period of over like 10 or 15 years, then I would say you have time to recover. And in keeping your money in a, in a high-yield savings account for that long would be not a good idea. But I think just yeah. in the short term, anything under, I would say, four or five years, I would rather keep the money in a high-yield savings account than I would invest it. Anything gotcha. over okay, five yeah, years, invest. Anything under five years, I would just high yield savings account. That's what I'm doing too. Yep. Fantastic. Yeah. Just the answer that I wanted from you. Cause I'm going to, I'm just saving that 20,000 to rent out the house that I put a down payment on. I'm still going to be living uh, with my, uh, with my parents and my family. When we move down there, they're going to, we're going to buy a house, whether it be finance it. And if I do put a down payment on, it's not to live uh, in that house. I'm my parents just say I can live with them as long as, uh, as long as I want. Keep doing that, man. Keep doing that and save as much money as you can by kind of living with them. Well, thank you yeah. so much, man. I really appreciate this call and congratulations on everything. Yeah. Wouldn't change thank a thing, you. man. I would not change a thing. Just keep doing exactly what you're doing. All right. Sure. Cool. Well, thanks again, man. I really appreciate it. And uh, keep me posted with what happens with the house. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I'll, uh, I'll keep in touch with you. Definitely. Cool. Thanks again, man. I appreciate it. Yeah, of course. Cool. Thanks. Bye. All right. Bye now. 
So with that said, you guys, thank you so much for watching. I really appreciate it. If you guys enjoy content like this, as always, make sure to smash the like button, subscribe button, notification bell. Go ahead and add me on Instagram. I post it pretty much daily. So if you want to be a part of it there, feel free to add me there. Thank you again for watching and until next time.